This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to my favorite murder, the Minnesota episode. The Minnesota episodes. It's the tiniest of all episodes in Minnesota. <laughs> Look, cute one. Little ones where we read you your tiniest emails that you've sent to us. <laughs> uh, these are the emails that you send to us with your hometown murder, your, you know, first responder stories, your ghost stories at this point. It's expanded and uh, it's become this, you know, monstrosity. It's, um, we, we love a hidden room. Hidden rooms. I'd like to add sinkholes on here. Sinkholes? What you, else? I mean, that's not always the most fascinating. It's usually just a pit of mud, but you could describe it if you want. <laughs> that sounds great. Did you get trapped in a sinkhole once? Have you seen one from a distance? Oh, great. Any of it. Perfect. Uh, the first thing I would like to table on this mini-sode, if I may. Please. Did you hear that Meryl Streep is going to be on the next season of Big Little Lies? <gasps> Did you watch that show? Yes. I watched it on the way back from Australia. It got, it got me through the trip back from Australia. Oh, I love it. It's so I binged it. So I have that Shit. weird binge yeah, passion yeah, yeah. about it. And that just got announced. Like I just saw it on Twitter. You couldn't that the cast was so incredible. Yeah. And those women were so all were so on fucking point. Yeah. That they couldn't. It's like they picked the perfect person to add into that. I think the only way it could be more exciting is if she shows up as the sheriff of the <gasps> town and she wears live ammunition on her belt okay we're calling it right now for karen is she gonna be the sheriff let's She's find out She's, let's all remember suzanne summer's great 80s short-lived sitcom she's the sheriff i think they're <laughs> rebooting she's the sheriff as big little lies too that's my bet it's a 500 hundred dollar wager friendly wager big little lies too she's the sheriff she's the sheriff yeah colon she's the sheriff yeah yeah exactly yeah i can't wait great perfect i'm on board who do you think she's gonna be the sheriff <laughs> you're on board why with would me? i argue yes <laughs> no i'm not gonna think well let me tell you what i really think because who cares <laughs> i care maybe she'll be the school principal which sounds really boring no they already had one well i want to try i want her to be the sheriff i want her to be the sheriff or the grandmother grandmother of Reese oh <laughs> Shaley Wood. what if she's the mother of uh peter the sarsgaard the father of Shailene Woodley's child? Yes. Yes. What if she's the mom and she comes back to destroy because she's like, and I know that that kid's my grandkid too. Yes. And she's rich as shit. She's gonna, she's there to take, oh wait, no. Oh shit, we just totally fucking. <laughs> but wait, is it, isn't Peter Sarsgaard the one that's married to Jake Gyllenhaal, to Maggie Gyllenhaal? I don't know. Am I right? Anything. It's a SARS guard, and we saw his dick. And <laughs> he and he was so good at being awful. He was so good at showing his dick on camera. 
you know we can we can mute what we just said and we're back in to say this is a, what an exciting day in show business <laughs> <laughs> also the first episode of baskets premiered last night oh my god it did it did and i was super like stomach ache nervous oh, to I watch it no i hadn't oh my god it made me laugh so hard and there were parts in it that when we were talking about it in the room um Kreisel was a little like i like this but i don't know how i'm gonna shoot it <gasps> and it was the it's just parts with horses which of course yeah. any animal stuff is really hard and it looked so good it's gotta be so weird to see something you talked about as a concept than actually be put into reality it's super weird and it re uh it put me back in touch with we are all so cavalier about being critical about every single thing we yeah. see in all entertainment where it's like yeah. that's a piece of shit i do it all the time yeah where it's like that's stupid that's dumb they should have never made it or whatever where like the actual process of making a thing is so hard yeah that the fact that anything is good is a miracle yeah it's like even the most talented people can get short stopped by weather by bad you know overlords all different yeah things. Money, have a bad day and fucking just any weird thing yeah. so like yeah i i don't know why i felt so nervous but it was it was so it's delightful a piece of you i'm so glad i can't wait to watch it thanks i, I just gave baskets. my own show a good review good. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like one of the fucking best shows we it's so good baskets on fx 10 p.m on watch it yesterday was, was tuesday 10 p.m on tuesday there you go yay yay do you want to read them hometown or want me to oh sure start? This is pretty good. The subject line is my mom survived Cleveland in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations to all humans and animals associated with the MFM brand. Perfect. Well done. My sister introduced me to your podcast six months ago. Ever since I've been nothing but binge listening, laughing out loud at work and checking every closet in my apartment when I get home at night. Uh, I grew up outside Cleveland, as did both my parents. And my mother worked at a convenience store in Willowick, Ohio, mm. called Lawson's when she was in her early 20s. That could be Willowick. It could be Willowick. It could be. Offer all of them. Willowick. Willowick. One night in 1978, uh, she was closing up the store with her coworker, Bonnie, because it was 1978. Bonnie. Everyone's name was Bonnie. Why aren't there Bonnies anymore? There is a Bonnie Conover who I went to grammar school with, and she still lives in Petaluma, and I we talked to each other on Twitter. But she's had that name forever. I want a new Bonnie. She's the original. Oh, you want a new baby I Bonnie? I want like a Bonnie that was born in the 2000s. We, if you have a Bonnie born in the 2000s, we'd love to see a picture of her. Yeah. See Even it. if it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> a bunny. A bunny named Bonnie? Oh, also we oh, love pictures of bunnies. <laughs> a bunny named Bonnie. We, if you have a picture of a bunny named Bonnie that's one of those really big ones. Oh. That, like, that's like the size of it's a like six It's like a hair. Yeah. Not a rabbit so actually we just want we just want the one picture <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah bonnie the bunny that's huge please that's got to be a hashtag <laughs> okay uh okay so bonnie and the mom are at well, the willowick lawson's okay uh they're closing up when two men come in mm. wearing black trash bags from head to toe <gasps> my mom says that she initially thought it was two neighborhood teens that would come in from time to time to pl uh, trying to play a prank on them Cute. because it was 1978 one of the men was holding a revolver and ordered my mom and bonnie to open the register and safe and then lay down face down on the floor with mm. their hands at their sides they emptied the cash register and then stepped over the women to get to the safe the whole point uh, the whole time my mom was silent while Bonnie was hysterically praying out loud. Oh, Bonnie, <laughs> keep it down. Bonnie, be cool. <laughs> uh, at some point said quietly to my mom that she was, quote, glad she had already mopped the floor. 
<laughs> just handle it like a Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Um, they st- Handling it like a Bonnie <laughs> is a new one. They stayed like that until they heard another customer come in asking if anyone was in the store. Apparently, the two men had left out the back exit oh. while the ladies were up front laying on the recently mopped floor. The police were called, but as far as my mom can remember, no one was ever arrested for the robbery. She and Bonnie got a whopping $25 each from Lawson's what? because they SSD'd <laughs> during the incident. $97 today in today's money. Lauren. Wow. <laughs> That's Lawson's hilarious. give them the full hundred. Lawson's. They really took one for you. They took one for the team. Bucks. I think nowadays you there's like, we well, just in Los Angeles, but I think there's like a, a, a victim of a violent crime fund that you like because I, I knew a girl who got held up at gunpoint at like a salon she worked at like wow. she was a receptionist and they were, she was closing up and got held up at gunpoint and like got all this money and she was just like I'm traumatized so I don't yeah. know what to do with this it feels wrong oh you know well yeah the, everything about that would be so hard yeah. because you lived and it's okay and but then yeah. it's not okay but I think she used it to go to beauty school and then became a a a talented hair stylist herself fuck yes yeah yeah so good for her i mean bad things are seeds that bear fruit into good things <laughs> what good, good fruit you know that good good fruit yeah grapefruit the best fruit <laughs> great great grapefruit the greatest eat it with bonnie um that is a very 70s fruit <laughs> grapefruit? grapefruit with a maraschino cherry mm-hmm. in the center come on dieters um well here's another gas station one mm. i survived because i had to pee <laughs> dear karen georgia Stephen, and cache of critters nice i'm not sure if you're all doing i survive stories but who could resist one where a pea-sized bladder saves the day <laughs> back in my mid-20s i had construction job where i ran a crew of 15 guys where we traveled all over and were in a different city or state every couple of weeks as the leader of this motley crew i was responsible to arrive at our hotels ahead of time to make sure that the hotel had enough rooms blah 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 blah, blah. i spent many hours in my car alone crisscrossing the states usually on the same highways as a precaution to stay sexy and not get murdered i tried to make stops at the same places as often as i could so i know my surroundings uh on this particular day i pulled into one of my usual gas stations and made my typical run to the restroom uh i had a sense of something not being right lots of cars with no people in sight but my urgency was so great i ignored it i plowed through the front doors uh and as i turned towards the corridor that led to the restrooms i heard a man yell stop right there I didn't even acknowledge him and kept going. Yes, yes. Let me break in just to say, just because someone's yelling doesn't mean you have to respond or be a part of it in any way. Yes. Yelling can also mean get the fuck out of there. Yes. Okay. He yelled stop again and replied, uh, and I replied with a fuck you as I (laughs) entered the locked door and entered and locked the door. As I dropped my pants with much relief and when I suddenly heard pounding on the restroom door and heard that same voice yelling at me to come out. Once again, I responded with a fuck you. I hurried up and when I finished the door, opened the door only to find myself face to face with an angry man who pointed a gun straight in my face. He grabbed my arm, forcing me in front of him and told me to walk to the front of the store. Well, that sense of something not being right was actually me walking smack dab into the middle of an armed robbery at the gas station. (laughs) And all the customers and employees, except the one, uh, we were, except one were being held in the back room with one employee opening the cash registers as I burst into the door. Oh, shit. Fear not, as this has a happy ending, obviously, since I'm the one sending this tale to you. As the robber was distracted, trying to round me up, 
The clerk behind the counter had time to hit the silent alarm, and as luck would have it, there were police nearby. As the robber forced me to the front of the store, we were met with four policemen pointing guns, and dude gave up without a fight. Uh, his accomplice decided to rob the gas station with empty... He and his accomplice decided to rob the gas station with empty guns. Um, so... Da, 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 da. Okay. After giving my statement to the police and receiving some free snacks and drinks, I was on my way <laughs> and on to more adventures. Oh, and by the way, while I was at this job, I survived five hotel fires, staying at a haunted hotel reminiscent of The Shining, almost sliding off the side of a mountain during an ice storm, almost being dumped and crushed in a garbage truck while dumpster diving, and trudging through 12 inches of snow on crutches. What? Proud to be a murderino, Nicole. Fuck, Nicole. That was so enjoyable. I'm so into... We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. When people yell across a room at you and Mm -hmm. you just are like, not doing that. I don't need to... I don't need to respond to your urgency. Yeah. I used to do that in when you hang out with comics, as you know, too. When you hang out with comics, they like to do across the room bits a lot mm. of the time. It's like if there's more than eight comics at a bar, people start yelling within 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime anyone's done that to me, I yell back. I don't do room bits. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't yell across yeah, this fucking Because you bar. want people to know what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Listen, and your emergency is not my emergency. So if it's your emergency, you can come over and tell me. Well, and also... She had to pee, which is priority number one. We've all been there. You have to do it. And if, you, yeah, you can't just control people with your voice. Also, what a great, like, just a drop of chaos in the middle yeah. of what they thought. Like, this will be our perfectly planned yeah. robbery. And this she, girl just <laughs> fucking runs in. She walks in like, she's like, this doesn't feel right. Anyway. <laughs> I have to pee. I've fucking been there, man. I got it. You never ask a gas station if you can pee. You just go straight for it. Uh, now I've recovered memory of when you disappeared Remember? in that store. <laughs> God, that scared me. That's what I was thinking about the whole time. Uh, okay, go. Okay, this is good. Making my mugger cry. So, oh, dear no. Karen, Georgia, Animal Associates, and Steven. Perfect. That's awesome. Two years ago, I was coming out, uh, coming home just pat- past midnight. I only have street parking, but I lucked out and got the parking space right in front of my house, mm. so I put felt perfectly safe. Mm-hmm. I unlocked my door, went inside, dropped my keys, complete with pepper spray on the table and turned to shut the door behind me. Mm. Suddenly, there was a very large man standing there. I threw my body against the door, trying to slam it <gasps> shut, but he fo- I needed to stop and just say, you shut that door. Yeah. Be- what? You don't walk in and put things down and then shut the door. I, and same thing with getting in the car. As I'm closing the door for my car, my finger is on the lock button. Yeah. Like, don't sit down, put your seatbelts on, start the car, lock the door. Like, as you sit in your car seat... Give a Shut car seat. Are you a baby? Lock the fucking door. <laughs> get belt yourself in. Yeah. Give it, put in a pass. Get a sippy cup. Get your sippy cup and your, your Cheerios. Cheerios. Yep, gotta have it. <laughs> but lock the door first. Lock that door, baby. Okay. So he, I threw my body against the door, trying to slam it shut, but he forced his way in, oh breaking the door in the process. God. He said, hey, bitch, <laughs> threw me to the ground. Sorry. Why is it so funny? <laughs> it's so casual. Hey, bitch. He did he say, what did say he say? Like hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Oh. Got on the ground, threw me to the ground and ripped the purse off my shoulder. My boyfriend was asleep upstairs, so I started screaming his name. The man quickly fled, jumped into an SUV on the street and drove off. My boyfriend called 911 and then and told them what happened he hung up and said you forgot to give them our address um oh and i said you forgot to give them our address before the sentence was out of my mouth the cops were banging on our door yay cops i pointed in the direction the car was had driven one cop 
car raced off in that direction while two more officers stayed with me. When I told them what happened, the police officers looked at each other and said, that's him. Apparently several, several women in my neighborhood had been followed, called bitches and robbed. What? My, hey, bitch. My calm, quick thinking boyfriend got out his laptop and pulled up, find my iPhone. Oh, shit. Four of us huddled around watching the little dot move around the map while the police officers radioed directions to the other patrol oh car. Oh, my God. Good move, boyfriend. Yeah. At one point, I said, I can't believe he hasn't turned the phone off yet. An officer said, oh, he's an idiot, ma'am. They're all idiots. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. The robber led the police to his house where he was arrested. I was then driven in the back of a police car to his house to identify him. I can't imagine that it's normal police procedure to take victims to their attacker's home, but hey, it works for me. While I waited in the back seat, the four other police cars on the scene all shone the spotlights into his eyes so that he could not see me cool. and I identified him. Wow, that's great. Mm -hmm. During the arrest, he'd somehow lost his shirt and I said, yes, that's him, but he had a shirt on before. I believe a recording of this was playing during court proceedings. I didn't know I was being recorded at the time. The police told me that they couldn't find my cell phone and they were going to have to get a search warrant to go into his house. I told them repeatedly, my purse has two pockets. It's in the front pocket. <laughs> they finally gave me back my purse. Immediately, I pulled out the phone from the front pocket. The detectives around me reacted like I just performed some magic trick <laughs> and were completely shocked that the phone was in my purse. Oh, my God. They called out to the other officer. She found it. Who then ran over all excited to see where it was hidden? Who, oh, who then ran over to all excited to see where it had been hidden in the very office front pocket where I said it was. The police asked me to check my purse to see if anything is missing. I had cash in my wallet, but that was gone. I wasn't sure how much it had been. An officer went over to the other car where the attacker was being held, came back and said, well, we found $40 in his pocket. Why don't you keep it? Oh, my God. I can't say for sure, but I might have been made a, made a profit out of the situation. <laughs> in the end, I learned three important things. Keep your pepper spray in your hand until the door is locked. Mm. Good. Shout a man's name instead of help. Mm -hmm. And if you ever need to hide something from the police, put it in the most obvious section of your purse. <laughs> um, in the end, my attacker was sentenced to four years. Wow. wow. Uh, for the assault of me and other women, the prosecutor texted me during his sentencing to tell me he was crying. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Don't do the crime if you can't not, not cry, cry. <laughs> in court. Oh, God. Um, SSDGM Laura. Wow, Laura. That was awesome, Laura. Yeah. That's amazing. Jesus. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is 
all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Um, okay, this is called My Father, A Killer Serving Three Life Sentences. Oh, shit. Hey, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and all the adorable furry friends. I love your podcast, and I'm going to be at the show in Cleveland. I've been debating about writing in for a while. Uh, I am both a first responder murderino, uh, I've, a bit, I've been a paramedic for about six years, and I also have a few hometown murders. The most important hometown murder I can share, though, is my father. My father was an abusive alcoholic most of my childhood, and I guess you could say we have been estranged since I was a teenager. A few years ago, my mom got a call from one of the local sheriff's deputies asking if she knew anything about one of his old acquaintances who had gone missing more than 10 years ago, which led to this crazy-ass story. Oh, shit. In June 2012, my father, Michael, along with his wife, Amanda, shot and killed three people at their home in West Virginia. 
He attempted to hide the bodies unsuccessfully. Apparently, he and his wife got into a fight about this. Can't imagine why. So he decided to make a run for it, and she called the police. He went to prison and is serving three life sentences plus 40 years. She's also serving time for her involvement. I think maybe 50 years, but I don't remember exactly. Here's where it gets crazier. While in prison, he decided to confess to some other murders here in Ohio. Whoa. He confessed to the murder of an acquaintance, hence why the sheriff called my mother. They brought him back here, dug up the guy's body, tried my dad, and he got another life sentence and shipped back to West Virginia to serve his four life sentences. I've enclosed the links to the stories if you're interested. Uh, also, we have some good recent murders here in Cleveland, including a survivor story, Ariel Castro and the yeah. Kidnap Girls, and Anthony Sowell, the Cleveland Strangler. Can't wait to see you guys. Jessica. Wow, Jessica. Can you imagine your dad serving four life terms for a murder? That's so much. I know. That's it. Wow. I'm so fat. Did you read the, um, the like interview with the BTK's daughter? I think I may have seen it. Was it like in People? Yeah. Or one of those kind yeah. of magazines? Yeah. yeah I she's think like I did. kind of just starting to talk a little bit. Yeah. About how insane it is. It's I'm so fascinated awful. by that. And anyone who's like, yeah, the realization that your parent, one of your parents could do something like that is, but I think it's also a good maybe, uh, you know, you aren't your parents and right. you don't like you don't you're not responsible. They're different people. Totally. And I mean, I feel like I, I just switched into what would my therapist say yeah. mode of like, it's not you. It's not you. And as awful as it is, it's, it's not, not a reflection. To you. It's not fair to you to put yourself through anything if you right. if that's a thing you're carrying around because life is short enough yeah and that's his burden like he's carrying all of that it's not a reflection on you of you and it's also not any indication that you're any kind of person good or bad or like At anything all. like that um but i wonder i wonder if it's like yeah i hated my dad all my life we you know he's a fucking asshole and alcoholic and it's like oh that was justified because he's a fucking murderer yeah. i was not incorrect yes exactly it's not like the people who get older and you're like oh you hate your parents it's like no no my dad's no. a murderer it makes sense and sounds like a, maybe a sociopath yeah and like really not not healthy brain right not a good dad god well wow. jessica you know there's jessica thank you for that yeah that was a that was a big share mm -hmm. um I, it made me think of you know the smiley face killer's daughter had a series on like one of the id-ish kind of channels uh -huh. because she would go and meet family <gasps> members of serial killers oh my god and talk to them about how it impacted their life i have to watch that it's good it's you know it's heavy though it's yeah. like it doesn't have any of the kind of distraction of true crime stories right. it's all it's as if it's all the family interview part of the true crime story which yeah. to me is usually the heaviest saddest part definitely there's no, there's no fun murder she wrote mystery part about yeah it. but it's or, or like at the end no like they started a fund for the victim under her name uh you know for the vic under the victim's name and that they're working to help people it's like mm you're the serial killer's family right it's not the same. although it may have i mean i can't think of anything offhand but like that they could have had the same reaction as the victim's family had yeah. of like, you know, I'll go help people. Oh, definitely. Potentially. Yeah. Isn't it always what big things do to you? It just like better go do something the about best, it. The only thing you can do is try to do something positive. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Send yours to, yes, we're taking survivor stories, especially if they're funny and about you peeing and the, and <laughs> telling a robber to fuck off. 
especially hey you come over here can you imagine like, i just love that it's a girl too when i first started reading over that i was like well of course this guy like ran away from a you yes. know and then also because she ran a construction crew of 15 yes, dudes totally like what what do you what was going through that robber's mind as this <laughs> little girl runs from him <laughs> fuck you like what he, he probably thought she was going back to like save everyone or something yeah oh my god it's so good it's my favorite story it's uh, very fun yeah so uh, yeah send them to my favorite murder at gmail and, and stay sexy and don't get murdered uh, bye goodbye elvis where is he elvis hi it's your it's your time to shine <laughs> yeah that was a good one yeah oh. i nailed it